Hello everybody and welcome to the second episode of Avishai Cohen's podcast. My name is Barry Cohen and this is For the Record. The song that you can hear in the background is Ani Af. The meaning of Ani Af is I am flying in Hebrew. And that is exactly what I did. Two weeks ago, I took a flight to Israel and there I met Avishai just before he took a flight to his first concert this year in Sweden. Avishai, how are you? I'm just fine, thank you. <laughs> We have talked before about the 50-50-50 project and your special plan for this year. Let's talk about your special concert in Israel. It's an exciting um, evening for me because it's going to be at the Hechal Atarbut, which is, you know, the most celebrated and uh, known and, and uh, prestigious, you can say, hall in Israel, the home of the Israeli Philharmonic Orchestra. And it's uh, a dream of most artists to play there. And I, I have thought about it during my career that I would like to play there one day. And here it comes. Uh, and I'm doing this evening with the Israeli Philharmonic in there. That very evening with Avishai Cohen that's going to be recorded with all these songs that I sing and those arrangements of my music played with the Israeli Philharmonic is very celebrated. evening for me it's like it's a big deal for me yeah and who is the conductor that you will work with it is alex henson that will be there luckily because he's a very strong and able conductor well i'm extremely excited going to israel yeah. going to tel aviv and uh, doing this fantastic music avishai's music in israel that's something incredible to stand in front of that orchestra. That's one of the most famous orchestras in the world. And it's, uh, it's a privilege for me to stand in front of them. And also a huge privilege doing this music with them. Yeah, well, uh, for me personally, to come to Israel is uh, something fantastic. I mean, the cultural history, the religious history, and uh, coming to that part of the world is uh, so special for me. So I'm uh, excited about that. And I've never been to Israel before. Yeah, get ready, Israeli Philharmonic. <laughs> My sleeping is a um, composition that I'm happy that I've 
come up with. It's got a strong uh, sense of uh, place. Like it seems to be what it is regardless of everybody, including myself. You know how sometimes you can have a piece of music or something that you, you feel that it's been there. You just helped it exist. It's one of those, I think. But um, the beauty is that Jonathan um, Keren, musician that I highly respect and admire as a young arranger and writer, we have done a few things together, including uh, Nature Boy, uh, an arrangement for that. So the outcome of uh, Alma Sleeping is, I think, maybe our best attempt till now. As I'm very involved in the orchestration, as much as I can be, without Jonathan, it would never be what it is. So I give a lot of uh, thanks and respect and place to Jonathan Karen's uh, work on Alma Sleeping. So let's talk about your upcoming concerts. Istanbul in February with Arvolestrio. I heard that you love the city and I would like to know what you like about this city. I like the different smells and uh, colors, certain type of um, culture that is transferred or that stays so strong after many years it was created, you know? So in Istanbul you, you feel that. You feel the culture, how deep it is and how strongly embedded in the people and the, and the place. It's such a, a truthful, substantial, historic and present, but you feel the history, you feel how everything sits on years and years of um, strong culture, strong beliefs, strong uh, beauty, you know, like, like the markets, the, the music, the beautiful things about humanity, <laughs> you know? You feel that in Istanbul, really. People are amazing, the way they host, The Turkish, nobody's like them. They are there for you. It's amazing. That's some serious culture there. The food is some of the best food ever. Very tasty and very comforting and loving. There's a lot of love in that culture. and Turkey, but the Turkish uh, side is Izmir. So I have some Turkish uh, blood in me. I always say it when I play there. How is the Turkish audience? Some of the best, to be honest. Some of the best. Szczecin, Poland is also in February and you have family roots in Poland as well. I do, I do. Also in Czech Republic, I'm like all over the place, which is great. I love it. I end up uh, being connected to more places than I think, which is the preferred way anyway, as uh, the world is rich with beauty. You know, in cultures, when you take out the fence and the border, the stupidity of uh, anxiety of people and when you take fear out you're left with uh, incredible stuff okay let's move to moscow very interesting city moscow yeah i love moscow as well 
It's easy for me to say because <laughs> everywhere I go, when I play, the engagement with the people is of a good nature. So my experience usually is good. But I do like some of the mysteriousness and the power of the history, though some not all great history connected with it, but <laughs> like anywhere else, very complicated, but very rooted. Russian culture to me is one of the strongest, most influential to the world, to modern humanity, you know. It's like such a big contribution from that part of the world. The language, man, the, the, the whole vibe. As an Israeli that uh, was born in a kibbutz, the Russian experience is of many sides. I feel connected and also not, you know, like sometimes I despise some of it, you know. But the strength of the Russian culture upon the world, and definitely this part of the world, is quite significant. Again, musically, the Red Army Band and some of the, that Russian influence on my music, like Rachmaninoff, and the way that culture has found its voice in music or created is very influential on my musical world. Another important part of the 50-50-50 project is your decision to support a charity organization this year. Tell me about it. The charity is a very uh, important part of this year's um, intention or celebration. It also points out the need to give something to something that's important. And uh, being a father, children are like the most godly possession or the most uh, important to us, to me. Anything that I can do to contribute or to help children, children with special needs or difficulties, I'm honored to be a part of. My name is Professor Varda Grosstzur, and I'm a pediatric neurologist working in the Gana Shikumi, or the Rehabilitation Kindergarten, for many, many years. The kindergarten was established by Professor Nomi Amir, and since the beginning of the kindergarten, she realized that we need to treat both the physical disabilities, the cognitive disabilities, and the emotional problems of the children and their families. And for that, we need many paraprofessional workers, and we don't get it through the municipality or the educational bureau. So we need much more money in order to have enough professionals, and that's what the Hakshama, the non-profit organization, does for us. My name is uh, Rafi Felsen. The main goal of our organization is to support the kindergarten, financing and purchasing special equipment like computers, mobile chairs, and etc. We have 10 kindergarten classes with about 80, 90 children with special needs. What is very special in our kindergarten that we have both secular Jewish children, Orthodox, Muslims, Christian, and Druze, and I think that it's fantastic to see all of them. And I think that that's the life in Israel, that we need to be together. And we do it in the kindergarten. Fans Hotline. Nancy from Stamford, Connecticut, USA asks, I was wondering how and when you started to add percussion to your bass playing. I know that bass playing can be percussive anyway, but I am thinking specifically about when you tap on the body of the bass during your performances. When I was in the early years in New York, I was uh, very interested in Afro-Cuban and Puerto Rican music, like Afro-Caribbean music, what some people call salsa, but the authentic uh, way and uh, 
the way bass players approached it. And uh, the music of Israel Cachao Lopez, the famous Cuban bass player, uh, his music has, has, has gotten to me. Like I, I discovered his music and I also went to study with Andy Gonzalez, the great bass player in New York. And he showed me for the first time the concept of tapping on the bass while playing a, a bass line at the same time trying to incorporate the percussive elements uh, on the bass it's a very complicated language that I've accomplished to a point where I've never I never thought that I will but it's become a signature of my bass playing thanks for asking the question it's a great question Nancy your vinyl signed by Vishai is on its way to you fans hotline at the end of each episode, Avishai will answer your questions here in this podcast. Send your questions to ForTheRecord at avishaicohen.com. Selected fans will receive prices ranging from merchandise to concert tickets. For more details, check out our podcast page on avishaicohen.com. Avishai's next concert dates are Istanbul, Turkey, February 15th. Moscow, Russia, March 14th. Tel Aviv, Israel, March 18th. Stechen, Poland, March 25th. If you want to stay up to date with Avishai's next concerts, visit avishaikohen.com slash 50-50-50. And this is for the record exclusive announcement. Later on this year, Avishai will perform for the very first time in Norway, Morocco, Australia and New Zealand. Stay tuned for more details. Okay, this is the end of Avishai Cohen's For The Record, episode number two. Stay tuned for the next episode and keep sending us your questions for a chance to win a signed vinyl. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye.